And welcome to another episode of Daddy It's your boy Chocolate Dad Desire, aka Sire It's your boy Styles It's your boy 9-5 Appreciate you guys for tuning in Listen man, it's been It's been quite the adventure We love the support that everybody's been giving us we love the attention. The, we guys have definitely been doing your job and giving a lot more feedback, a lot more interaction on social media facts, and the facts. YouTube. And we truly do appreciate that. You guys are sending in the comments. only The only thing is, like, the the views is not max, matching the energy. Like, we got the energy. Correct. Everyone's showing us love. But when I check the views on YouTube or something, it's not matching that nah, same they type all, of energy. They all up that one crib and watching it. Uh, it, like, it was COVID. Don't do that. Everybody yeah. watch that their own crib. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We need what are we doing here? We need to man. Watch it yourself. Watch it all the way through. Apple, Google, Anchor. It's also on SoundCloud. So, listen, it's out there. Check the link in all of our bios. But, listen, we, like I said, we do appreciate you for tuning in. And like I always tell you guys, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. And that's how we help each other grow and build and be successful. Today, we definitely have us uh, a very special guest. Uh, we have a very important topic we're going to be discussing today. And so we have with us my main man, Samson. All right. He's managing partner at Crownstone uh, Financials in association with Equitable. Um, and we're going to have talk about a lot of important things here today. So. See. What you just said, a lot of people don't know yeah, what that he is. He lost me. Because <laughs> if I if I didn't know who he was, well, we are gonna go ahead and let him explain himself. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead, yeah. Sam. Okay. Um, so my name is uh, Samson Akinyoye. Um, should I look at the camera or whatever? I am the uh, um, co-managing partner at Crownstone Wealth Partners in association with Equitable. So Equitable is a financial um, company. Um, from you know, been around for about 160 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a very big company. Um, I want to fully, before we get started, just say that get certain started. things. Um, <laughs> I do have an accent, what, so let's what, get where out you of from? the way. I'm, sorry. Uh, I'm originally from um, London, UK. So. You don't say. Me too, yeah. but uh, no okay accent. But it's, it's, it's <laughs> Me too, mate. It's, mate. It's not the worst. We don't all speak like that. So. Um, there's certain things I can talk about and certain things that I can't. Um, so I'll try to answer everything as fully okay. as possible. All right. so, right. so, so, uh, so what I want you guys to do is not let uh, COVID be an excuse because this is my first time meeting Samson. But um, he did set up my policy um, and my lady's policy. What kind of policy? What? It, was, it was a health insurance was it health insurance? No, not health insurance. He, he, he don't know what he got. No, nah, it ain't health insurance. It's life insurance. My fault. Yeah. <laughs> you know he he buys something what he buys. No, because you know I got fidelity already, so I kind of mixed up the two. Mm. So yeah, but I'm it was life insurance. Sorry to hear that. So, um, <laughs> so me and my friends in our group chat sometimes you know we're not always talking about you know big butts and what's going on this weekend. Oh, why so, not? Oh, not always, but you know. Yeah, sometimes. 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 Hot outside. Yeah. Sometimes we try to. We try to Some you know aggressive. keep each other on point and make sure you know we all don't have to chip in for a GoFundMe Facts. account because um Facts. it gets it gets it gets rough and um Real so quick about GoFundMe's. I'm tell you guys right now, I will never again in my life <laughs> send money to somebody's GoFundMe. After somebody passes away, that shit is is at this point is fucking ridiculous, bro. You gotta tell the reason though. Yeah. You can't just say that and leave it. Yeah, why? Though. Yeah, why is that? And then Steve can it, talk about whether he had to talk about. I mean, about I problem. think his reason is is reasonable because life insurance is super cheap. It doesn't matter, like what you think it is. I promise you, guarantee you, it's super cheap. 
Like but you gotta also know what the other side is. Like, what's the reason why you want to go to a gun? Go for me, and then you gonna have a reason why you are gonna talk about the life insurance is more important. Me so. personally, the reason why I like I won't go and donate to anybody else's GoFundMe is because the majority. Like, un- it's a very unfortunate thing, right? And we've seen people pass away for whatever the reasons may be. Um, unfortunately, the pandemic as well has definitely taken a lot of loved ones from a lot of people, and we truly respect and we understand that. And this happened to us as well. But I don't think there's anybody out there who doesn't, I don't even know, but who won't eat like McDonald's or go out with their girls to brunch or that you wear clothes. Like, 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 yeah, we like to wear nice things and have nice things, but. Like, you can literally only want, wear one pair of shoes at a time, right? So if you decided, hey, you know what, let me not get these dunks today or let me not go to Benihana's for one day in the year, in the month, like, you can afford to cover your life. Like, you, like people will fiend to insure their iPhones. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, you have to have car insurance, right? Like, people insure... Like every single thing they pop, like you buy something on Amazon, they be like, "Yo, you want the the insurance for like four dollars?" Yeah, give me, go ahead, give me that because this break, I'm definitely getting me another one. Yeah. Right, so it's, it's the same thing as yeah, if you could pay your cell phone bill every month, you could pay your 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 life insurance now, every I, month. I have a question for our guests, right? All right, been picking back on what he just said, how you would pay your cell phone bill, you would pay you know other things that's you know really doesn't matter. Why do you think like the world don't push more life insurance than like things like car insurances, phone bills, insurance, things like that? Why do you think it's not pushed more? Because I, I believe it should be pushed more as hard as they push like healthcare mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Because life insurance, you you barely hear about it, barely hear, see advertisements or commercials or like anything or like right. just in general, your job won't even say it. Like you know, like why you think it's not out there like that? Well, I think it's more so to do with fear. No one likes to think about mortality. If mm-hmm. you go around this room, how many people ask to think about when they think they're going to die? I yeah. talk about every day. I mean, you're one I of the mean, few. I think I mean, about it, but not in the sense of death. It's just more so what's going to happen to like my children but if, I'm, if I'm gone. Not necessarily that I'm like... I mean, I think I think your group set might be a bit different because I know Chris is a big advocate, but the yeah. average community—if you take five people, African American guys like ourselves—they yeah, don't—they don't—they don't want to think about it. They're like, "Oh, I'm young. I'm gonna live forever. I'm gonna live till I'm 100." They're gonna give you Steve's answer. Yeah. Um, no, the, the biggest thing about me—I was—I like to procrastinate. God got it. So I just leave it in God's hand. But I mean, Chris said it one time, then he said it another time, and then it was that, yeah, that last time. Yeah, the last time in the group. In the group chat, he's like, yo, you guys need to go get some life insurance. I ain't paying for no GoFundMe. Don't hit my phone. Yeah. So I'm like, fact. you know what? Chris Chris probably got the biggest bank out the group. And we're going to meet Chris once. Exactly. So he's so not going to put up. We ain't doing no funeral. So what I did was, uh, Samson, I never met Samson the day in my life. I, I didn't meet him till today. So I didn't. it was during the pandemic. Um, I didn't let that stop me. Um, Chris gave me his number. I gave him a call. I set up my policy. My lady set up her policy, and I kid you not, I pay maybe fifty three dollars a month. I put more. I put more gas in See, with that, that gas in my car every two weeks. Well, we never yeah. spoke, but it's okay. Fifty three dollars a month, and my coverage is like a million dollars. So, 
it's it's worth it. Yeah, it is. It's exactly like me. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars a month. One million dollars. Yeah, million dollars. So if I kill yeah. you, so if I die, you nah, kill me. If I kill you, talk to Tina side. Nah, she ain't getting nothing. Not endorse that But it's it's worth it because um once I had my son, Chris told me like yo, you need to make sure he's covered just in case anything happens. You know, you want to make sure. I just bought a house, so I want to make sure the house is paid off if anything happens to me. So I just want to make sure. Like my as a dad, as a as a father, that I'm setting everyone up. I'm I'm good. Mm -hmm. If anything happens to me, they're good. You know, they're gonna grieve a whole lot, but you know, we are gonna be be gonna be up a mill. The least problem. Yeah, that's 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 kind of easy of mind. Like you know, like before you go, you know, like yo, I'm good. Like if I go tomorrow, shit, everything is gonna be taken care. And just like it's like just like we said in the last episode, right? We talking about money. And we're like, money can't buy you happiness. And that's true. Like, like There are people with money who are very miserable, right? But money Kanye alleviates... Say what? Kanye West. I think mean, <laughs> he's miserable. I'm sure he's not trying to sleep I don't know if it's about the money or family, yeah. but that's another... But, it's not about money. But like, money alleviates so much stress and, and just headache in life. And, and quite honestly, like sometimes it's really not just about money, right? Like you just mentioned, like it's like the ease. Like, like we go out and shoot every single day. Like, like you don't know what can happen to you. Mm-hmm. And we insure everything. Like we, like you know, we're forced to insure our car. We insure our iPhone. We insure your house and all that kind of stuff, right? But the only thing that's like guaranteed to happen to you in life You're that you die. will die. I don't know when, and I don't know wish it on anybody. But at some point, it's gonna happen in time. This is something that's going but to happen. Why the hospitals don't pump? Get life insurance because they, they still they, trying to get health insurance. Yeah. Then it's, it's just like it's just, it's just crazy because like like I, I, I had a checkup recently this year. I think like a month ago, and like they never. It's crazy. I, I'm not trying to judge nobody, but like they was quick to ask me, "Do I want a vaccine shot?" Then they even asked me, "Want a life insurance?" You know what I'm saying? Well, just, if, to me, that's just crazy. Like y'all, y'all offering the wrong thing. If I, I mean, could jump in, a professional, uh, like yeah. tell me, like 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 like. Or even explain to the people like what exactly like is life insurance like how do you get like what like or what can it do like just how, how does it to work the people right because they're hearing it from me but they are probably just like ah what the hell does he know but this is your career okay, this is perfect. your passion perfect so kind of quickly answer his question mm. the reason why the hospital most likely are not pumping it because they're not making any money from it mm-hmm. that's the fact yeah. that's the reality of it Makes if they sense. would make money from it I'm oh, sure sh- they would start pumping it left right because if you think about it. If you go to your bank, you could buy insurance from your bank. They mm. usually have like someone sitting there that can sell it to you. That will go through my company or another company. Mm. But most people don't think about that. They go to a bank for. So you telling me you could you could get life insurance from a bank? Yeah, most yes, like. No, 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 what's crazy? I, I never heard that in my life. Yeah, never heard that. Nah, I never knew that. Never knew that. I, I but only banks, heard about the job. But like, banks doesn't advertise it either. No, but nine times out of ten, I must say, just based on personal experience. Is more expensive when you go for the bank mm-hmm. because if you think about it, they need their cut. Yeah, if you if you and you could get insurance from your car company, your car insurance company. Yeah, do that too. But the issue is that's not their main business, so they don't know how they don't. Not that they don't know how to price it, but nine times out of give ten, the proper policy they're giving you a higher price mm-hmm. for the same amount. It's best to always go they, independent. They, yeah, they did that with me. I don't know. Randomly, they reached out to me. I said, "Oh, uh, uh, your car insurance? Oh, uh, MCU. Okay, uh, yeah. they did that and." I just did. It was like ten dollars. I said, "MCU, MCU, good." Ten dollars a week. Yeah. Shit, I'm about to switch to MCU. My phone. That's why I just did it because it was like it was one of those situations like how you would say, 
Like you buy clothes, you do whatever. Like ten dollars a week, I'm pretty sure I buy something. Yo, you probably I, buy a sandwich from a spot and only eat the whole thing. Sixty-eight dollars in I, gas I, I yesterday, bro. Actually, bro. What? How much? Yeah. Six dollars. Yeah. What are you driving? You driving a rocket ship? No, no, no. I, I pay about the same with my gas. <laughs> I got a Benz, but it was oh, okay. sixty-eight dollars. Right. I put in so gas. Yeah, my shit was seventy. Nah, it's not. It's not me. Gas going up. It's not me. Summertime. Summertime. It's still cheaper than it was. Twenty nineteen summer. So spending sixty-eight dollars. Some ain't here yet. Some ain't here. It's still spring. Up elastic, we can go nowhere. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. outside. They, right. they gonna ease it up. Yeah. So another thing we didn't touch about, Sai said he was um, getting a checkup. So one of the hurdles of getting life insurance, and I stress that you guys get it a little bit earlier in age, is because you have less underlying issues, whether it's um, like diabetes or high blood pressure, high blood pressure whatever it is. Um, they count that towards your policy because stuff like that can kill you a little bit quicker. Mm -hmm. And even though they're giving you a million dollars when you die, they don't want you to die tomorrow. I'm glad you said that, right? So that's a really good question a lot of people don't really understand, right? So like, people have this thing in their minds, like especially in the black community, it's like, like I'll wait to get like life insurance when I'm like, Older. Like getting my last rights. That was me. Like I'm waiting. When, when I'm gonna die, I'm gonna buy it right now. So like, why? Why should? Why should people get it like as soon as possible? And what? Okay. How early? How early can you actually just get like life insurance? Okay, so when it comes to life insurance, we're talking about three things that matter. Usually, your gender, whether you're male or female. Females apparently, statistically, they live longer than men, so it's cheaper. Yeah, they're stressing us, and we die sooner. Shit. I'll let you say that because you're married, <laughs> and then we run. Um, two, your age. The older you are, the more expensive it is. Free your health. So typically, the younger you are, that's when you're in your best well, health. Yeah, you Usually, man. there's very few of us. As we get older, we get healthier mm -hmm. because you know you start working, you get tired, the kids come along. You know, as you get home, mm -hmm. start doubling, up, doubling up on plastic cups and stuff. Start eating all, exactly. You know, you got to sneak out to I get one or two drinks no down there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I you, got, I got my, I got my, I got my policy. <laughs> Yeah, I'll leave that at that. But, um, you know, you take all that together and that's how the companies or the underwriters kind of underwrite you and see how healthy you are. So what a lot of people do, like you said, they wait to their 50s, 60s. The average health age, I believe, is 55 when people get um, life insurance. So For real? I, Yeah. This was a few years ago, so it might be a bit young enough. Same, people so people get life insurance at age 55 the first time ever yeah. in life. Some people in the U.S. because a lot of people push That's it crazy. off. They push it off, and then what? I think you're waiting till you're 55 because you don't have it yet. We had this conversation nah, nah, maybe no more, yeah, three, nah, four, nah. five months ago. It's a, it's a, it's a reason. Don't worry, I'm, I'm gonna get my job. <laughs> then, then, then when I get it, I come back here and I update everybody. Uh, you know, it's all mindset. Is what I always say is about mindset. Because what happens is when you're young, you're living fast, you're making money, you're happy, you're mm. just bam, 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 bam. How about when you're young and you broke? Uh, same thing, you know, you're, 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 <laughs> as they say, social media, everyone's making money, right? So yeah. everyone's how they're making money. So you just live in life. But as you get older, your priorities change. That's you have fact. kids, you have family. Bye. You start thinking about long. generation. Um, your life is over almost. <laughs> 55 <laughs> is young. What? Oh, great one on 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 you live 55 years already, and like, you know, like. That's young. You Listen, haven't even retired listen, yet. I, I see some people who make it past a certain ages in life, Yo, man. But, 55 is a long time. But think about it, right? Like, where, where we're from, a lot of people don't make it to 18, 21, I'm saying 20. 50, 55 is shit. You, so you 50, decide. That's, but 50, that's what I'm saying. So 55 is a long time. You got a lot. You have a lot to... Like, imagine how much you accomplished in that time and how much more you know you can then get. Because, like, 
I had a conversation with somebody at my job like two, three weeks ago, right? And they were like, oh man, did you see the 401k's been going up or whatever, whatever? I was like, all right, whatever. Because in my mind, I don't look at my life like I'm going to wait and work for 30 years and wait to get this check to live my life. So it's like you're setting yourself up to make sure that you know you work for yourself and you get your own money, you take care of those things. By the time I'm 50, like I said, by the time I'm 55, bro, I'm gonna be doing some wild shit. I so I'm glad I got the insurance now because listen, man, I got a question. I'm gonna be flying helicopters. Smoke all. mad cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Better to start after they on drug testing uh, at work, right? So I would have to say he's not smoking cocaine um, for you don't insurance purposes. Cocaine. You sniff <laughs> cocaine. So question: Say we talk about the 55, right? Like saying, I said that's a long time and things like that, right? So, being like people, uh, us and you, stayed and like get it early as possible, right? So, explain what kind of policies can you get? Because I know there's a few, it could be 10, 20, 30 years. And also, after that term is up, how can you re like reapply and do it? Okay, so there's really two types of policies there's a term and a permanent. Those are really the two. Regardless of what anyone says, there's two types term, permanent. A term is a think of a house. You rent a house, you lease it for five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever it is. You don't own it. So that's why it's so cheap. At the end of the day, the insurance company. Oh, man. Pretty much, yeah. I, I got mortgage for 30 years, yeah. <laughs> Are you with him? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I got to ask him. So with the term, 99% of the time, people outlive the term. Unless you get it when you're 70. But okay. nine, nine, what happens so, when, that, when they outlive that? So typically you have three options. Typically you can convert it to a permanent policy. You can renew for a new term or you can just cancel it and then I, move on I, life. How long is the term? You can, the max typically nowadays is anywhere from 20 to 30 years. Mm-hmm. Some companies still offer 30 years, but very few. Mm. Very few are doing that. Do your company offer 30 years? Not anymore. Not okay, anymore. why That's, is that? Well, Honestly, I don't want to say it's not profitable, but it does. It doesn't make sense. Nine times out of ten, most people after a few years they end up converting to a permanent because it makes sense. Which kind of leads us to the second side. When you have a permanent policy, what you're doing now, you own your policy. Mm. You don't have to renew or do anything new. It's like buying a house cash. Ex- well, not buying a house cash. Basically, what you're doing now, you're going from leasing to having a mortgage. Mm. And within a mortgage, what do you do? You build equity mm-hmm. over years. If you want to, you can borrow against the equity. Mm-hmm. Take money out tax-free. A lot of people, especially our younger crowd, they're doing that for retirement as opposed to a typical, um, not to preach too much, but nah, 401k is a phenomenal investment. It is. But it's also one of the most dangerous investments tax-wise because most people don't realize once they retire, they'll have to pay taxes. Depending on your tax bracket, it could be as high as 40, 50% yeah. of every dollar you take out. Word. So 40? Yeah, 40, depending yeah. on your tax 40 bracket. 40 or 50%. Your tax bracket. Okay, okay this is me, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So the reason why I say that is because your tax income, even in retirement, is based on what you make. Mm. So the idea is we all want to work long. We all want to make as much make money as possible. And then when you retire, you want to keep make making the same off. money. Mm-hmm. But people don't realize when you're making that much money in retirement, you're Somebody's still paying taxes. Money, Uncle paying Sam tax needs to get paid. Yeah. They Not only are you paying the taxes on the money you put in it because it was pre-tax, but now when the, on the, the gains on it over 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Which is substantial. Right, so back to the permanent policy, right? Um, Say so it helps you, you can like take from it, right? How, how, what's the max on the perm, on a permanent policy? Because you stated 
how the term you could go from term to permanent if you want. So permanent, you could just like extend it. It's, it's not permanent, permanent. Is for your life. You own it for your whole life. Oh, so it's no, it's no cut. There's no renewing. There's none of that. So, unless you so want example, to. say I get a policy like today, right? And, the, and I do permanent, and it's like hundred dollars. It'd be hundred dollars for the rest of my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's but it. here's the even, key. Even if God forbid you get like cancer or something like that, they can't change the policy because you, you when you bought in, it's based on when you were. It's based yeah. on how how your health was. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's best to get it the youngest as possible. One hundred percent. I always say if you have the choice and budget is open, the younger you are, you should get permanent. Because if you wait, you say you get a term, and then you wait 10 years down the line, you're 10 years older. Shit. Your health could still be the same, but you're 10 years old. 10 years is a long time Which to is mo- it's morbid to say, but you're 10 years closer to life expectancy. So what's what's the youngest you can get a policy on somebody? Yeah, so as long as you're breathing, you can get a policy. So, so I'm talking about my baby born, fresh out the womb. The doctor smack his butt. He scream. I can get an insurance policy. I have, I have a guy in my office right now. Every child that's born... From the minute, literally, as soon as they come out, the mother, he's he's on the phone. Let me get this X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. Damn, he was saying congratulations. He, no, he's not playing games. Yeah. Because so so you, but for that sake, you don't need like the child's social security number. So okay, let me not exaggerate. Once you have the social, but right. you, you you literally you literally can, sure, yeah, you literally can start as soon as you have but a so, social. You start yeah. really at an early yeah. early like days days old. Like you could get a all right. See, yeah, I, because I this isn't this isn't anything <laughs> new, by the way. Um, I would. I don't know what your um, audience is, but in other communities, this everyone. is happening. Everyone, everyone. Okay. There we go. I like it. But in certain communities, this is like a standard thing. Like, there's a certain community. I won't say, but people in my industry. I right. Not even. No. Are you okay? Yeah. So, um, the, it, the, it, the name of the show was Dadding and Shit. So this is shit. Okay. Whatever the hell we okay, want. There we go. Because we, yeah, white, people, white people. White people. Uh, uh, <laughs> we talked about this in our, in our last go, episode. There we go. Um, with, with the Jewish community, the Jewish and I, and I, I really applaud them for this. They come together and they read essentially what they do a lot of times. Everyone gets together. They find the oldest person in their community and they ensure they invest in a policy for that person. When that person passes, the death benefit pays out or tax free. And then you imagine that, yo, you sitting at home. Stirring a cup of tea, everybody's like, "Yo, I got fifty on him. I got hundred on him." That's but, why I said, "Damn, you did that." You know how how like remember, lit, like. I remember like, somebody told me. It, I mean, I guess you could say they invest in death in a sense. Well, I mean, but you want it sounds bad. It sounds bad, but it's a sure bet, though. Unfortunately, yeah, but that's what it is. Though. Unfortunately, I uh, know. Unfortunately, my lifetime in my career, I've had to deliver million dollar checks to people and. It's not a great position to be to sit down there grieving wife. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Lit- yeah. Literally. The the check is so big they have to do it in two separate checks. It can't be one check. Mm. Like if you've ever seen, I know all these rappers talk about, but to actually see a million dollars and <laughs> and, and you're just it. like, okay, um, I'm about to hand this over to the lady, but she's <laughs> literally grieving, like crying like a baby. And you, all yeah. you can do, you can't say it. There's no words. She just lost a life partner, and it's then you're like giving off the in. check, and then at What's that it? point, it, it's just a different mindset as opposed to if someone passes. But there's no money to hand over to help because the next problem is But now, okay, so now let me let me ask you, right? So, there go. understandably, right? That's it's a very uncomfortable position to be in, right? But isn't it easier to walk in and hand them a million dollars versus a fucking pot of chicken? One hundred percent. My my slogan, <laughs> well, it's not a slogan, but my thing is, and my partner's thing is, we in that particular situation, we would rather you not have to worry about financials. Just worry mm-hmm. about the things that are important. Right. Taking gotcha. care of yourself, taking care of your family. What's the what's the tax like on a million dollar check? No taxes. 
Say that again for the people in the no back. No tax. No tax. So long. So I could, I could like, no I, I imagine a question because say I want to have an ignorant moment, right? I gave him all a check. I just had to go to the check out the spot. Yeah, yeah. Well, say, 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 I mean, I guarantee you. I mean, hopefully, none of you have to experience this anytime soon. But I guarantee you, if you go to a bank, the teller is just gonna be doing what they normally do. As soon as you hand them the check, they're gonna be like, they're okay, you wait, how much? How much? That's what they always do because no one, regardless of who you are, no one ever sees that much in cash. Mm -hmm. Just saying that. Got you. you. I wouldn't even take it because they they might call. Hey, honestly, guy. you can't even take a million dollar check to the cat. They probably have cash it. They probably have a limit. But let me they let me ask you. Money they don't have money. They don't have yeah. yeah. on hand. Let me ask well, you a question. That's crazy. No so tax. you said that the Jews in their community they basically invest in someone. My grandfather just turned ninety nine. Oh, that's not happening. Nah, he messed up. That's what he's going. It's too late. It's too late to invest. Because <laughs> <laughs> No, I no comp because you have to think about uh, like this with insurance companies at the end of the day is like two sides. They won't even take them. Uh, in their eyes, they're betting that you live a long, healthy life. They're not in the business it gives yeah, exactly. Money. At ninety nine, yeah. they they pretty much are assured that they're gonna collect the small even if it's fifteen hundred a month, it's it's nothing. It's pennies. It doesn't make sense. And at the Find end of the day, exactly. Right. At the end of the day, insurance companies. There's a reason why they've been around for hundred plus years. They're about they're here for making money. It doesn't make sense. Now, if you catch them when they're 80, 75 now you're in a great. See, my place. grandmother's like eighty five. She just hit the mark. It can't happen now. But she was like 80, 81, you're in a great yeah, so, place. So, what, so that's the cutoff time, like 80 around. Especially around, now with COVID. Around that's 80. mid-80s, oh, yeah. it's harder to get life insurance. for. If they're in great health, like me, well, not me personally, but I, I know people that have been recently insured and they're 77. Mm. So you can't, if you're in good health, because we all know, unfortunately, on the news, we think that most people older are unhealthy. But I'm sure all of us here can name someone that's Please older, yeah, that's, that's healthy. Like, My grandfather, nah, he's not, not, he not healthy. healthy. Yeah, he's he he not healthy, but he healthy. Yeah, but I mean, he's he, 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 he he moving around. Like, he's he moving around. He only came to nothing. Yeah. Now, back to a question. I don't know if this is kind of personal, but do you have life insurance with your own company or you got another? So, certain things I cannot and can discuss. I can say I do. So just to quickly get back to your question as far as the different types, I have both types, um, just mainly because they have different purposes. You have both types? Yeah, so, term so, and permanent. Yeah. So you're telling me a person can have a yeah. permanent and a term? Can you explain how does that work for one person? So there's no laws to this. There's no one telling you what you can and what you can't have. Typically, the guideline is you know 30 times your annual income is what you can have in total coverage. So how you split it up as term as permanent is really up to you. So usually when I see that people get a term for, let's say they want to cover a mortgage um, or if, they, if they're a business owner and they have a debt that they need to back up just in case anything happens. Now, or if they're younger and they want to get something for now because it's a cheap price. Mm. But then on the other side, permanent, now you're talking about building equity. 
know, is a difference between renting and owning and mm-hmm. building wealth. Facts. So when you look at it that way, if you're doing college saving, retirement planning, or just owning, you just you really just want a policy for your whole life and you don't want to be bothered with having to do it again in 40 years or whatever, then that's when the permanent makes sense. Mm-hmm. And there's different ways of funding permanent. You can fund it in a way where you're just paying for the cost, meaning whatever I need to pay just to make sure I have the coverage, that's what I'm paying. Or you could fund it in a way where you really want to invest within the policy. That's mm-hmm. two different prices. So explain mm-hmm. explain the difference between the two. So if I give you examples, not exact numbers, but let's say you have a hundred dollars a month for a permanent policy. If you're thirty years thirty years old, let's say three hundred thousand, hundred dollars a month. Let's say that's paying just for the cost. That's just to guarantee that for the rest of your life you're covered for three hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to invest within that policy. I would rec- I would not recommend, but anything way. above that would be more so investing. So $200, $300 a month. Because now what you're doing, when it comes to insurance, there's a diff- there's a cost and there's a premium. The premium and the cost are two different things. Too many times people say, oh, that costs too much. No, it's because there's a cost, which is the amount that guarantees the insurance company will pay your death benefit. And the- anything above that is being invested. So that's where the difference. So explain how the, the investment part works. So invest, investment really depends on yourself. So if you sit down with your financial advisor or your investment advisor, they would break you break it down with you. Listen, are you an aggressive investor? Are you conservative? Whatever it may be. And they will help you choose that investment within the policy. So they, when it comes to insurance, there's a whole wide, like wide world. It's not what we think it is. It's not that, you know, you die and then money goes somewhere. There's, uh, there's certain things you can do while you're living this, up to that point, basically. If, if you got, if, you know, people listening and everyone here, if you get a chance just to type in, you know, rich man saving policy, that I had a CPA, no, I have a client, um, a CPA that I also work with, and he was telling me, listen, just explain to him what the rich man's savings policy is. And basically, it's a known, um, in, well, known kind of secret within a certain, um, I guess, income bracket, that tax is bracket. a tax bracket pretty much that is a way for you to save money long term it's not for people that are short side I will tell you that if you want to invest and you want to see great returns in five years four years it's not for you mm. but if you want to be on that level like the Warren Buffett's of the world and so on and, for, and so on you know now you're talking about 10 plus years you're thinking long term if you're thinking, how does that work what's the, what's, the, what's the plan for that it's basically basically you're investing like a regular investment Pretty I'm much like, like a regular investment account. Out there, like, I, mean, I, like, I like numbers. Oh, the numbers? Why? I mean, average. Honestly, think of it this way because I always said, I was just talking about this earlier on. I can't guarantee numbers, and anyone that can guarantee numbers, they, they're pretty much lying to you. <laughs> but if you're looking at market average, mm. um, this is statistics, so it's not me saying this, but if you're looking at market average over the last 100 plus years, the SP 500 has been around, we're talking about 9 to 10% on average on a yearly basis so you take that over a 20 year period and you can work the numbers out um, think of the difference in tax science tax bracket oh. so so I mean I always say you know oftentimes, you know there's a big difference between permanent and term term is really cheap because you're renting it yeah, that's really what it is but it's great for where you are as far as budget but if your budget is open and you have the bandwidth Why not go permanent, permanent 100% so, so let me ask you a question with term right if you're paying it off and god forbid you get ill when you reapply they do another medical test and then you have 
So with some companies, I can't speak for all, but I do work with a few. With some companies, majority of them, they have what's called convertible. Meaning at any point between day one to the last day, you can convert it to a permanent policy. No mm-hmm. questions asked. And that is good because life happens, right? You know, um, someone could have had a term from two years ago. God forbid last year they got COVID. Mm-hmm. And let's say they got a bad news and the doctor said you're not going to survive. At that point, you can convert. Well, you don't need to because you're going to pay out regardless. Mm-hmm. But let's say if let's say you got COVID and they recovered from it. But now because of the COVID, they have a terminal illness, which can happen. And we've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. If they were to try to ask or try to get reinsured at that time, most companies would say no. Mm-hmm. But because you have that term, it guarantees your health and you can convert. Gotcha. All right, look, I'm going to bring it back to, um, like, take it from your policy, like an investment. Like, um, how how does that process work if, like, you have a, a permanent policy you want to, like, borrow money from it? Mm-hmm. Like, explain the borrow money as far as, like, because th- do you have to pay that back or, like, is it... You take it, you're okay, or do they tax it crazy, or is it like do it bring your monthly payments down? And do right. the, the more, little bit more details of, of so that. So when it comes to that, first and foremost, definitely you should speak to your advisor. Let them kind of go into more detail with you. But typically, the way it works is if it's properly funded, that's very key mm. because too often people fund a permanent policy, meaning pay a certain premium into it. They put the bare minimum in it and then they want to pull money out. Mm. That's not the best way. Okay. If you do plan at any point that you, you're you thinking you're going to take money out, you need to fund it that way. Because if you're funding it, like the paying the bare minimum, you're paying for the cost. You got to handle like you like a savings account. You got to pay a Exactly. So, so a credit card bill, you never pay the minimum balance. You exactly. You you double or triple yeah. times the minimum balance. So how, how much, like, I don't know if maybe it's probably a, a dumb question to ask or a generic question. No dumb questions to him. But, like, what, what would be the max you can take out one time if you wanted to take something out? Say, like, you want to buy a new house or start a new business. you like, hey, I got this insurance policy I have for the last seven, eight years. I know some... Some some equity in that. Let me let me go tap that real quick. So to answer your question there, right off the bat, seven to eight years is not enough time. Yeah, oh, it's not, not enough time. Not. If you're looking to use insurance for like an investment, years. I'm talking at least ten plus years at okay. the very minimum. I know some people will say seven years, depending on how well it's funded. If you're putting fifty k a year, that's a bit different. But most people aren't doing that much. Oh, okay. So um, seven to eight years is not not so enough time. I got I got two questions, right? So. Is putting all right? So I've I've read something right. What I don't know how long ago it was, but this guy, um, and re- looking to retire right, and we talk about his four hundred one k and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So rather than like taking his money and his cat doing it monthly, monthly, he been he was doing well for himself. Like he had a job, he probably retired after thirty years and went and did something else, right? So what he did was he took his four hundred one k policy, right, cash it out, whatever the tax was, screw it, pay the tax and then cash it all the way out. But he took that money. And he bought a whole life policy with that amount, knowing that, like, say it was three hundred thousand, is gonna get him like seven hundred thousand. Mm. Explain that. So, like, he mm. paid for the whole policy up front. Yeah, one time you could do that. You, you, you because could do that's that. a way could... now to like, like, and reinvest that money. So right? Explain that. How, how, like, save a policy like three hundred thousand. I now come with you cash. I'm gonna pay the three hundred thousand out up front. That that would be considered a, 
uh, permanent property only, right? And how does that work? Like after I do that, what's how would that benefit me? What's the guidelines? So if you look at numbers wise, if you take paying all at once versus paying over twenty years, thirty years, nine times out of ten, if you calculate the whole amount, so you take how much, how many premiums you put in for twenty, thirty years versus one time, it's cheaper to do it one time. The difference is mm. now you're putting it over. It's a lot less when you tell someone, okay, fifty thousand up front or hundred dollars a month for the next fifty years. Most people would choose a hundred dollars because why yeah, would I pay fifty thousand? Yeah, but what the guy with the, in the article, the guy, what the guy was doing was, he, he didn't need like that four hundred one k money. You know what I'm saying? Like he did it for himself, so he, he was living flip. fine. Right, he did it for the flip. So he like, yo, I take this three hundred thousand dollars. What can three hundred thousand dollars buy me in a permanent policy? At 62 and they're like yo we'll give you 750,000 like alright cool because now free that's tax free $750,000 they can do right and then the other question the other part of that was um, a lot of folks like people say alright you know what like I'm not gonna move out like, like I'm gonna wait till my parents die you know what I'm saying I'm gonna get their crib but then who says that? <laughs> nah, I'm just saying like not nah, like it happened like people parents who own their homes people. and stuff like that. They're like, yo, like I'm not gonna move out. I'm, I'm gonna wait till, I'm gonna wait till my parents, you know, and pass I get this away. And this, this is my crib. Mm-hmm. But now they, they get the crib. They forget that they don't I'm, I'm forget. They never they knew. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Appreciate that. They don't know. Yeah. Hand to the crib. Uncle now. Sam yeah. shows up like, yo, oh, why? That's oh man, my condolences, though. Whose crib is this? Well, now it's my crib. Oh, you transferred it? Yeah, yeah. It's in my name. Cool. How much is crib worth? Like five hundred thousand, six hundred thousand. I'm gonna need like sixty k, bro. <laughs> because they, 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 they have to pay transfer taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Estate but taxes, yeah. Isn't that like a great like when you do have life insurance? That's a great time. Your, to your take parent that. passed. Got you know uh, they they passed you away. Use that, use that money now. Now you can keep that house in your family name. Because a lot of people I've known like have had to sell their family home they've had for four or five generations because mm-hmm. there was no life insurance. They was ready to handle it, right? Yeah. So what would be the best way to like set that up for like a parent or grandparent? Or if you're in that, if you, people want to live in that situation or whatever. So what I would say first and foremost, typically, no, each state is different and federally, but yeah. there's a certain amount that you can inherit as far as assets from your parents, whereas non-taxable. So you should definitely look at that, you know, consult your tax professional, any estate planner or estate attorney, because they will be able to give you that number. Um, depending on the value of the house, you may not have to pay estate taxes. So that might be something that you can inherit. If it's a spouse to spouse, then you know you're pretty much cool. But as far as kids, but what no to your point, what a lot of people are doing is they get policies just for the taxes. So they don't care about anything else. You know, let's say I'm worth ten million. I know my state taxes is gonna be a certain amount. You know, once I take federal, state, city, if you're in, you know, NYC, add that all together. You don't want your kids to sell off assets to pay for your mm. taxes. So what people do is they take a percentage of their assets or their net worth and use that to pay for a policy that oh, will pay for a tax. So, so you can add that to your policy, like your properties, into your life insurance policy. Well, so it's it not. Hurt. It's not necessarily adding it to it. It's just mm-hmm. basically you're getting the policy the for that of purpose. Yeah. Think, think of a permanent policy as a blunt tool. You can Uh-oh. use it. For I'm sorry, a blunt re- tool meaning you can use it for anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just a question of what you want to use it for. Whether it's for college funding, retirement funding, tax purposes, but can, whatever. Can, can you use it for multiple reasons? Yeah. Why not? And okay. Because like so what back to your point, right, Samson with being a blunt object, right? So and the reason I, I say some of these a lot of the questions that I have is like full disclaimer. So in my one of my previous careers, I did financial I mean, yeah, You, you had a few like careers, that. man. You had a few <laughs> careers. You know what I mean? I've been I've been fucking Haitian. Yeah, let me make this clear. He have jobs, he had a few careers. 
<laughs> so I've, I've done financial advising and things of that nature, right? No longer licensed, so nobody hold me to whatever's going on. But this is actually very good information here, right? People, a lot of times, use insurance policies and, like you mentioned before, like it's, it's, a, it's a blunt instrument object. But what exactly like is estate taxes? Because like, people don't really understand what that is. Like, like what does estate taxes mean? Okay, perfect. So um, right off the bat, again, I would say definitely consult with an estate planning attorney or a tax professional because they'll give you the exact numbers. But to answer your question and estate um, taxes, usually whatever you inherit from parents, grandparents, wherever it is, Uncle Sam needs to get their piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. Always. That's it. That's where it comes down to. What people think is, you know, I have a lot of people that say, you know, I built up all these assets. I have all these brownstones in Brooklyn and X, Y, and Z. My kids are going to be good. I don't need a policy. But then I hit them with this question. Do you, you built, you spent 20, 30, 40 years building up all these assets, right? Yeah. Do you want your kids to keep it? Yeah. So how do you think they're going to pay for the taxes? Are they millionaires? (laughs) Because every brownstone, from my understanding, in Brooklyn is at least a million plus. Mm Mm-hmm. Facts. If you have 10 of those, because back in the days, you could get, if I'm not mistaken, like 10,000 a pop for a brownstone in the 80s or whatever. So if you have 10 of those, if you're one of those lucky few, we're talking about a million plus, plus, that's 10 million. Your kids are definitely going to be hit with taxes. Mm -hmm. Nasty. (laughs) And how are they going to pay for it? The young award. I'm going to say what they brought now. Imagine a 25-year-old inheriting all that for his grandparents. What's he going to do? Wait, hold on. You're telling me there's 10 million here? So I could sell five of those and get five million and live life? Mm -hmm. Let me get that five million, Mm -hmm. pay for the taxes, and I'll go to Miami for a few years and I live life. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to happen. So question, right? Um, What's the difference between like a a trust like trust and life insurance? What's like the difference? So I think they both... They both work hand in hand if done properly. Again, estate planning attorney. But it's very important that they work together because a trust is probably the most ironclad document you can have. A will is great, but that can go to court. And if you have a good attorney, they can break that break that down. A trust, you're in a good cognitive place where they can't say that you were in a good space. You signed that into law. So what a lot of people do is they make the trust the um, beneficiary for the policy or they put all their um, properties within the trust so they transfer it from their name into the trust so what that does is even on their parson there's no worries about tax or estate taxes because they weren't owning the trust the trust was I mean Mm. the properties the properties were owned by the trust that's a kicker and the trust yeah I dropped some jewels yeah so when you create a trust what you're doing is you're creating a separate entity is recognized by the government so the trust um, is separate from you it's like an LLC yeah and depending <laughs> on the type of trust too it can't, it can't. Oh, that's lit. so there's two different types of trust you can have an irrevocable trust which is separate from you whatever you put in that is separate from you you can't get it back or revocable trust where if you put something in there you could take it back out so the government doesn't kind of see that as a separate entity but yeah, a revocable yeah. trust that's separate from you so once the uh, properties are in the trust, now even if you passed, then it wasn't under your name. So all you would do is just name the executor to the trust, which would be your kids, for example. Question for you, right? So like, so for, like, just just only speaking about for my experience, right? So in terms of like trust, right? So my mom, when um, a couple of years back, she she had she had an ailment, 
And so she went, we went and saw an, an, an attorney, right? And a state attorney. And so one thing that they asked us about, right? It was like in the future, if you want to get like certain kind of government assistance, stuff like that, it's like, like she owns her crib. She has all these type of things or whatever. They're like, well, if you have, you're worth a certain amount, you can't get assistance. And they're like, yo, put everything you own in a trust, but it has to be for like a certain amount five of time, year right? Back, yeah. Right, so there's five, five years amount of, of trust or whatever. But now, can that trust now, can you purchase like insurance on people through the trust and stuff like that? Yeah, so the trust can own in a policy because the trust has its own identification number, EIN number. So the trust like can business. own. Yeah, it's a separate entity. It's a separate entity. Yeah. And this is something that's used in the world of business all the time. A lot of time when people say, well, this person's a million, like if you go to Long Island, there's a lot of millionaires that are living off government benefits mm -hmm. because everything is in the trust. Mm -hmm. So legally, you can't trust me. legally as an individual, <laughs> they're broke pretty much. They're yeah, broke yeah, as yeah. an individual. But That's what trust. 50 did. It, it's the same thing as so, bankruptcy. I, Bankruptcy, don't get me started on that because when. when <laughs> <laughs> nah, get you started. Let's get started. When 50 filed for bankruptcy and everyone was saying he was broke, I was just like. You crazy. Anyone that knows business and finance knows what he's doing. So that's what you do. He's basically saying he doesn't want to pay the debt. That's yeah. what he's saying. Mm -hmm. So legally, they're saying, oh, he, he doesn't have to pay for it, essentially. Obviously, an uh, attorney would tell you. I'm like, through, I'm like, like a, a week later, he drove yeah. through Flappers in a, in a freaking road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Road. before that, now when he did that, he had the smart car. Like, yo, this what, yo, this look. Yeah, bro. listen, you gotta be He's just trolling. It's just like, people, it, it, I think it's, a, like I said, a mindset thing and a community thing because I guess in the hip hop world and the urban world, filing for bankruptcy is like it's a, a bad thing. The taboo. Yeah, exactly. But in the corporate world, companies are out here, you know, Donald Trump Example, you know, known for it. You know, you know did that recently? We all know. Toys R Us filed for bankruptcy. And, they, they and guess back. what? And they're coming back this year. You know why? Well, they, they got a new investor that's going to yeah, no, But I'm saying that that's, that was all part of the plan. Yeah. A, a big, mm -hmm. a really, a real big time company is not going to just file bankruptcy and go out of business and call it quits. Yeah. Somebody, I'm sure before that conversation had it, they meetings and all that, they, they said, listen, file bankruptcy. We'll let it rock out for about a year, two years. We're gonna come and invest this much you money back Bobby into the company, Axelrod, and that's and that's and that's what happens. And that's just a rich, like a wealthy mindset. Like, all right, as a company as a whole, is is like it's best if we do this. It, it better us in the future. Yeah. So I, let me ask you a question. I got oh, these student loans. They about a hundred thousand. You think I could file for bankruptcy? <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> say, yo, I'm gonna talk to you after the show. Do what you gotta do, right? I'm gonna talk to you after the show. Bro, do what you gotta do. You gotta no, get. I'm you banking on money back, Joe, to get these <laughs> loans wiped away. That's what I'm banking on. I'm gonna say, have a conference call between Ace One Credit and him. <laughs> oh, you're not. No, nah, you're nah, gonna nah, be. Nah, you're nah, gonna be a millionaire in a week. Nah, you fuck around be a millionaire with no debt. You know what? I will say one. Gonna be you like how you do that, bro? I will say one thing though. Um, I know a lot of dentists, and this ain't personal. Just in general, I know some dentists out there that they still have hundreds of thousands in loan, and they can afford to pay off. You no know, dentists are making four or five hundred a year. Yeah. They look at me like, why would I pay off? The payments are dirt cheap. Instead of the amount of money I'll pay off, I can invest it, and that's I can make money over money, and just continue to pay the loan off. Yeah, right. that's why. That's why right now I give them the minimum balance eighty three dollars a month. Listen, I, it's take all, that out of the hundred k I owe. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said that a few times. It what? all comes down to mindset. You have to, it's all about changing your mindset. No, nah, but the thing is about the mindset, the mind, it's one thing to say change the mindset, but if somebody, 
is misinformed about information to change their mindset. That's why a lot of our people are stuck in that mind, that negative mindset because mm-hmm. they don't have the resources or it's two things. Either they don't have the resources to do it or they just don't want to do it. Yeah, and, and they have the, the resources. It's not even necessarily the misinformation. If you just don't have it, you're yeah. always going to be yeah, misinformed. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. you, you, you just can't get I, the resources. I feel, I feel like, like it's purposeful, right? Like, like these things are very purposeful because like certain companies and things in the world, like they're not going to come to the black community and be like, yo, That's listen, this is what they you don't want to do. see you winning. And, and not at all. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm going to tell you right now, right? So like, like when I used to do like life insurance, things of that nature, when I talk to any of our people, they'll be like, yo, all right, well, well, what can you afford? And I'm like, it was $20. I said, so then do the $20. But then they be like, well, I don't know, because I didn't get a metro card this week. Like, 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 like it's it's a bill. Like, it's and it, like, don't get me wrong. Like, like, I get it, right? I I and I, I, I get it because in their minds, like, life insurance is not for you per se. In their minds, like, life insurance is not for it's them. Like, for everybody it's, else. It's, it's 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 not a it's not a tangible thing. Like, I'm not like if I go to McDonald's, I get my burger and fries. You know what I'm saying? If I go to the dealership, like I, I get my car. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mine. I buy my clothes. It's physically it's on me. It right now. But they, they like, oh, well, my parents didn't do nothing for me, so why? Why my, I made it? My kids will be okay. And it's like, it's yo, like, a, it's an ignorant mindset. I'm like, yo, bro, like if my, like, like not me, but like if your parents left you a million dollars, where would you be in your life right now? Like, we, you would definitely be doing way different things than what you're currently doing. But but let's real, even that mindset is still going anyway. Too. So even if somebody left you a million dollars and you all jacked up, that million dollars ain't going nowhere yeah, anyway. It's you, not, but, blow it. but if, even blow if they it. even if they did blow it, right? They would still be, have at least an option to be. To, they have mm-hmm. a potential now, to be a leg up to what they were yeah, doing. Yeah, because I feel like if any people or families have a life insurance and it's a certain amount, I'm, I'm sure that's a conversation us as a community to have with our with our children as we get older. As they get older to understand how this works. And I believe that falls on the parent. And that's why you should parent your kids and understand these, these type of things. The financial literacy and like things that. like that. So you'd be like, hey, listen. I'm not wishing anything bad on myself. But hey, listen. I have this set up. This, you get this money, that money. Listen, when when I go, you may have to pay this in taxes, this, this, this. If you, you explain things to somebody, mm-hmm. no matter how ignorant or how not willing they want to listen understand it. But once you explain it to them, I'm sure when it happened... Because it's going to happen. Say you explain it to them, like, I say early on, like... 10, 9, 15. Like 13. 15. I say teenage age. 13 years old, right? Going to high school or some shit like that, right? Explain that to them. They might hear it. Yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. But, like, say, like, 30 now, 31. A little older now. 15 years plus later. You go, oh, no, yeah, mom. Oh, nah. Got this bright now. Hold on. Let me... Like, I, I just feel like it just really depends on the parenting and, like, the kid. Like how mature they is and how ready it is for the world, mm-hmm. and you know, cause some some people are just gonna be stuck in a hood mentality on some like I don't care, yeah. I'm gonna blow this. So that it just it, it's it's messed up, but most of the people in the hood gonna go with the, I'm gonna blow this, and the parents not gonna teach them it, and it's, it just it just missed the phone. So can I quickly jump in there? Sure. So uh, if, if you're if you're a grandparent or a parent um, that's listening or um, that has a policy like that, like it's a good amount. I I would say a good a good strategy would be to establish a trust 
I make the trustee beneficiary to the policy. The reason why I say that, if you're worried that your grandson or your son or your grandchild, I don't want to put on all the guys, but um, if you're thinking they're going to blow the money, you put that money into the trust and That's then you have certain guidelines. Yeah, exactly. Ghost and let Tyree take out the bread until he finished college. Exactly. And a lot, a lot of wealthy people do that too. They do that for their kids. Yeah. They say they have to, you know, a lot of these guys are billionaires, multi-millionaires. They put that into trust. What, what, what kind of, what's some of the like things you've seen that somebody so, put you know, in So, you know, you see things like they have to, you have to graduate college mm -hmm. by this age. Um, by 25, for example. And it's really up to you. Mm -hmm. By 25, they have to have a stable so, job. So, so what happens, right? If you if you don't buy bottles, those you don't get the money, you don't get the money. at all. You don't get it. There's no, no way around it. So, yeah, because there's literally no way around it. And the, the law has to follow it because that's mm -hmm. your last will and testament. So let me ask you something, right? So aside from a will, right? Like how easy it is to set up a trust? It's not. It's not that hard. You can go online and set it up. Although I would say, definitely get it done. It might be a bit more expensive, but get it done by an estate planning attorney. So we uh, estate planning attorney. Mm -hmm. What is that? So that's an uh, attorney that focuses solely EPA. on estate planning. UPA, mm -hmm. and that's a that's a really good idea, right? So yeah. like, I don't gotta trust nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But that's a that's a great thing, right? So, you know, something we didn't I mean we kinda spoke on right in terms of like our children, right? So like we all obviously are here because we're fathers, mm -hmm. right? So what advice would you give to young fathers, fathers in general, about like insurance and things of that nature for their children? I would definitely say inquire with your financial advisor if you don't have one. Um, you know, I know Chris will be able to, or 95 will be able to put my information offline, but definitely inquire as to the benefits of having a policy for your child. Um, so, and don't be selfish because the, nah. the biggest thing is most people are selfish. They think when I die, I'm not getting the money. So why would I let somebody else get the money? That's nah, what the problem is. Don't be selfish. That's, selfish. That's, the no, that's crazy. That's not even selfish. That is fucked up. I can't use this money. So, I, so obviously, there's a certain compliance reasons, right? So so there are certain things that for legalities, Samson can't say, but I can attest to it. So like my, like my, my both my children have insurance policies. Mm -hmm. Right, like my son, like as soon as the insurance card came in the mail, the, the next day, social security. Sorry, card. my bad. Because yeah, you it's, said plenty shit yeah, earlier. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's you know, like, it's <laughs> it's mixed up a little bit sometimes. Um, as soon as the social security card came in the mail, the next day I was picking us up in Whole Foods. I was on the phone with my insurance person, like, "Yo, listen, I need to give a policy. I need this. This is what I need." Right, because what it does, it's it's not you're not looking to say, "Oh man, my child's gonna pass away. What am I gonna get?" That's, that's not what it's for. Yeah. I'm looking at it as like, yo, my son and daughter are going to have at least this amount of money guaranteed to them, right? And also had. what it does is it, it, it protects their insurability. So basically meaning for the rest of their lives, they have this policy. And if God forbid they develop some sort of ailment or something happens to them in the future. You don't got to go John Q. I, I don't I mean I, don't get me wrong if the hospital wild out I'm going John Q <laughs> full Ford flag like like it's, I don't I don't for do my kids and my family That's don't listen I listen Q, I've had that. security in hospitals called on me for stuff but anyhow um <laughs> but it's just like it's about being responsible for your children because you don't want to wait till they're they're thirty and you're sixty sixty five or whatever the age and be like oh man you should go get a policy now yo it's Bro, the amount of money that I spend on my kids' insurance policies for a couple of hundred thousands of dollars nice. forever, 
I spent that money today already. Right, I'm going to so get a policy tomorrow. All right, all right. Now, now you say that, right? Because back, question for you now. Back to how you said the permanent policy, once you get a permanent policy, is for life, right? So, example, say I'm a father now, right? And my kid, I get a permanent, permanent policy on my child. Mm-hmm. And it's a set of price for the rest of his life, right? So, say, God forbid, like 20, 30 years on the line, I pass away, right? How, how does my kid pick up that policy and keep paying, continue that policy? Or can he continue that policy? Yeah, it's under his name. But, but I'm saying, no. how, what, what does, what's well, the process on that? So because he's the oh. owner, he has all rights to it. So the owner pretty much has the whole rights to everything. So if you pass away, it's a bit of a tricky situation. So what I always recommend as you go on in life, as your kids get older, or even if you have parents that have policies, you know, try to introduce them to the financial advisor. Mm. So they have a relationship. So mm. if anything does happen to you, you it's a seamless transition. The worst thing is having to call a 1-800 number and mm. waiting on a hold. Everyone's crying and mm-hmm. it's, it's not a good situation. Hold on, pause this. Mom, you hear that? Because you got me in the pause and I ain't even no financial advisor, so <laughs> I gotta figure that out for us. She watches every. Oh, oh, okay. She's on. She. Oh, she got you uh, a policy. She have a policy. Okay. She good. does. You know. You yeah. know. You could take out a policy for her. What you mean? Explain that. Like you can pay a policy monthly for your mom. And God forbid she passes away, you get the money. No, she has a she made her own policy. Yeah, but you can no, start no, no, one I, for I her. Think I'm on her policy. You're on hers, but you can start one for her. So she have two. Policies. Just like I would do for my right. grandfather, but he's 99. I can't get one. Yeah. So you can. Yeah. Start. So I, I get I get another policy. So she can have two policies. Yeah. You can. Is there, is there listen. You can yeah. have as many policies as you want. You just can't be over insured, and what that means is. Yeah. Explain. Um, the typical guidelines since 9-11 is about, if you have kids, I think it's about 30 times your income. I typically try to go with 30 times. So if your income is 100000 the max in total coverage you can have is, let's say, $3 million. That's how much. So you can get as many as many policies, although I wouldn't recommend that. I would say, you know, the more each policy you get, the cost is a cost per policy. Mm-hmm. So one policy if you can cover the full amount. But there's no regulation as to how many different policies you have. That's something you should consult your advisor on. All right, one more thing. I have a lot of questions. No yeah, it's okay. I always have a lot of questions. This is good. the time for it, man. Yeah, right so ahead, bro. Example, the same right? questions you asking. Somebody else probably thinking about that right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I like thinking all crazy stuff, right? Because I hate, I hate like paying bills, right? So say I take out a policy, right? And like, say oh, like. If I can interject, it's not a bill, people. It's a uh, investment. It's an investment in oh, your future. Right. Correcting me, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so example, say like I'm paying like $50 a month, something like that, right? Okay. And how we said earlier, he said you could buy out the policy, right? And, it, and it's actually better, right? Say like I'm doing like versus like a car or like I'm paying off a car. Mm-hmm. So say like I'm paying $100 a month, $50 a month, and like. Six months later, I want to drop like ten thousand. That goes towards the equity. That goes towards the equity. So, say I drop ten twenty thousand two consecutive months back to back, and twenty years later, I could take that back. I could that money is mine. It's like I'm putting it towards savings, basically. Explain that, maybe. So, if I got it correct, if you're doing that in that particular scenario, when you're about to put the money in, speak with your advisor. They can run, they should be able to run a projection for you and see how that would look in twenty years and, and how, how much you and, can take out. Yeah, so. Well, if I if I was to do that, how much do that is, is that interest on that 
Yeah, it me? grows. The money, depending on the type of account you have. Okay. Yeah, but that's it, definitely for a permanent account. You want yeah, to do that definitely. for a term. You, you, a term. A term, whatever you're paying is what you're paying. It doesn't that's change. It, it only yeah, matters. That's it. Okay. You're, you're literally, and when I say this, I'm not lying, you're just paying for the cost of the policy. You're just that's, right, it. that's it. I got to check it. if mine is permanent or term. I'm not Oh, yours is definitely, um, if it's okay for me to say, it's definitely term. It's definitely term? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Permanent is always, almost always going to be more expensive. Like when you see these commercials on TV, a million dollars or whatever for ten dollars or fifteen dollars. It's, it's, it's term, and right, most right. of the time so it's not that number. What about the question? So say I have a startup. Say like you no know, funds is not right, and like I don't got it, and I see the cheap policy, I'm gonna take it right, and I keep the cheap policy. I do twenty years on it, right? I keep it for about mm, four or five years, right? And now I'm in a better place financially, and I'm like, okay, I want to transition this term to permanent. Is can I do that or have yes. to wait till the term is over? You could do that from day, if you have the right term, from day one to the last day, you can convert whenever you want. And if I was to convert, was, what is the chance, it's the based differences? On, it's based on your age. The only reason why it would be then based on your health at that point is if you got a bad health rating in the beginning. So let's say you were a bit overweight when you first got it, Damn. and four years later, so for me. I mean you're not overweight, but uh, nah, to the, to the BMI. But I mean, I'm as far as like if you were if you were five four four hundred pounds when you first oh, got okay. it, you're and then obese. now yeah exactly, and then now you're five four. Just say nah, two hundred pounds. Oh, two different things. Yeah, I'm just overweight. In the I mean, if you if you're slightly over the BMI, that's fine. But if you're like obese, is a bit be more really. Yeah, yeah, you can't right, be, you it. can't be like, struggling to breathe, not to be mean or anything. But that could be mean. Yeah, me. but I mean, at the end of the day, it you know, it's a business. You have mm-hmm. to think about it. with the insurance company, they're not in the business of losing money. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. So, but what happens after the term? You, you said, let's say fifteen, whatever. Let's say just a fifteen year term. Mm-hmm. What happens after that term? So, like, um, just in general, let's say a person is just like ah, you know, some people they just like ah. I didn't see no benefit of it. Okay, because you know, they, they never die. Yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. Um, in that case, <laughs> it, think of. I mean, in <laughs> the moment, but I mean, thinking about it after, let's say, fifteen year term from your example, if nothing, if you don't end up using it, hopefully, God's grace, mm-hmm. think of it as your rent an apartment. What happens when you rent an apartment? You that's leave, it, and that's it. it. Is, uh, so it's kind of it's it really kind of. Nah, kinda, I get my security deposit back. They don't security deposit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in a sense, it really doesn't make sense then to. Well, not say it doesn't make sense because I mean you you offering both, but then it would just be more beneficial beneficial to go with the the, the permit. So yeah. now that I think about it, the reason why I did take the term because one it was cheaper. I'm just figuring it out. But and I can always. He told me I can always switch to permanent. Mm-hmm. So if you in a better space money wise, yeah. it's better to have it now than not. Have it, so that's exactly, exactly why I did it. That's exactly why I always say it is don't let the fear of or the price of a permanent policy stop you from getting any type of policy yeah. now. Because what what can happen is, you know, this should give you a real life story. Um, my partner actually, it was a, he was one of his clients, so he was working with this client. You know, two couple, um, not two couple, a couple. Um, they were in their mid forties, so they were young, um, working on getting a policy for the husband. Literally spoke to them and said, okay, we're going to speak three days later. So the following Tuesday, that Sunday, the guy passed away. Wow. That's so crazy. The guy was in perfect health. I have a question way. for you, right? So, well, the two-part question. Well, it's two Anyhow, so you show up to somebody's crib, talking to them and say, all right, listen, this is probably the best you know, policy based on your budget, blah, 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 whatever the case may be, right? And you tell them, okay, though, it's $45 a month. And they say, okay, no problem. When you bring it, 
I paid the $45. Should they pay you that $45 now or wait till you bring them that policy? If you want coverage immediately, there's what's called temporary insurance. And most companies have this. As soon as you hand a check to your advisor, whoever you're talking to, you have coverage. You have temporary coverage. That's what I did. Yeah. So immediately Mm -hmm. you hand it over to them. You have coverage. That's what I call a loaded question. So listen, when you go see your financial person, you get insurance. Cut the bullshit. Cut them the check. Because if you fucking die in your sleep tonight, at least... You get something. You might not get the entire face value of what yeah. or what the policy is supposed to be, but at least you get something. They won't get nothing. Somebody and get and the good thing is yeah. the family <laughs> the family <laughs> gets yeah. some things. And even if you I do, mean let me get a funeral. Even, even if you cut a check <laughs> or say, give them your account number, they're not gonna process it for two days, but you still guaranteed that that coverage. that from coverage that from that, that day. day. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. So it took him by like two days to process mine, but yeah. I already I had yeah, it. The, the, after I spoke to him, I had it. The second I spoke yeah, to him, I, 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 I really think that. Oh like, wait, no. The second the money is received, that's when they have it. <laughs> but, but, for real? Yeah, yeah. It's so not. I could have died. But if you but if, but if you cash that check, and he was good for it. Yeah, I mean, if the money was received, is is an exchange. It doesn't matter. Yo, listen, okay, dude, I do see. everything electronic now anyway, so don't worry yeah, about so, I mean, it. Yeah, I gave them an account swipe, number, swipe boom. Swipe the card. Just that boom, was boom, it. Boom. I had another question. I put my same I'm question too, back. but it's all right. I put the same question. As I can quickly interject, just really, when you're looking at this type of conversation, take your mindset away from looking at it as a bill. It's not a bill. I, too many people, especially in our community, unfortunately, the first thing they say, oh, that's another bill I got to add, and I have to correct them. It's not a bill. But that's yeah. the reason why we're not asking you about um, permanent and then uh, term. Because typically, if you're doing the permanent, is I think a person would look at it not as a bill. More what? so, because you, 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 sort of, you, you gave it a perfect example. They got some people that just like, I ain't trying to pay no rent. Yeah. So then I rather own my, I rather own my shit. Yeah. So then if you got something permanent, this is yours. Yeah. If you got, and whatever, like you said, I agree. If you know, you rather have it than be without it during the time. But at least if it's permanent, you can't look at it as as you really can't look at it as a bill because long term is not the end to it. So right. at least like you know, I'm pretty sure that somebody out there is watching is going to sit and say it's term. What happens after 15 years? So then what happens to all my money that I gave? That's what, I mean, I'm just being real. Being right, yeah, that's yeah. Somebody's going to think that. Because no difference with like a person, if you lease a car or you finance a mm-hmm. car, like, I got to give this back. So some people don't do it. So then the same thing. But I say it's the same thing as leasing. If I, if I lease a car for three years, when I give it back, I get a new one. Not necessarily. So you can. Or you, you can, can walk away. You can. Or, or you could just turn it into a, a finance. Yeah, but then most people are not going to do that. They're just gonna get another car. Yeah, but if you get another car, you just get another term. You can get another term, right? Yeah, you can, first but you just, now, you're pay, but, now you're twenty but now years you're, older. But now you're older. Yeah. Yeah. Really you it it is, so you yeah. want to protect so your ability. So the same thing now. Let's say you bought a Honda right now and you was leasing it. You ain't gonna want a Honda when you probably fifty. Maybe you might want to be like, yo, this I'm, I'm retired now. I want to upgrade to. But that's the, that's the, but that's the point, right? So now when you retire, you can afford something better, right? So if you do this, even if you decide to wait that long, you can afford yeah. something better. Now you can afford a now better the, whole life policy. Switch it to permanent. I mean, I'm not saying that you can't, but in a sense too, I'm trying to, in a sense like for whoever's watching to deter themselves to look at it as a bill. Because in, anyway, there's somebody out there that's like, I'm never going to lease because that's just a bill. It's not going to be mine. Yeah, you know, I But agree. then you have a person that's out there saying, yo, it's I'm permanent. A, I'm just trying to get by. Yeah. So then you have a person that's like, yo, permanent. Yo, I'm, I'm 30 years old. I'm retiring at 55. At least that, and then whatever, I could just live my life. Like you said, 55, he living our life. 
my kids is covered. I ain't even worried about that. I'm not worried about renewing that again because they good. Whatever mm-hmm. that is already it, technically it is invested. Yeah, it's yeah. not a, on a term on the investment. But like I said before, it's better to have it than don't. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm not so. saying. But it's also. No, but what you're saying is 100% real because, like, those that's exactly what, like, like Just Styles said, like, that's exactly what people at home oh, thank they, they, you. They, yeah, they, yeah, they're definitely. like, yo, that's I don't what want I was to thinking do at this. first. I'm like, it is. I need this shit. But, I ain't gonna and, die no time soon. I'm, I'm explaining to y'all, that, like, listen, and I'm very transparent. I'm explaining to y'all the same exact way. I'm gonna tell you exactly what Steve said to me. He's like, yo, this was like in like November, December. He's like, yo, it was like, feel like, yeah, the guy said like $50 a month or whatever. He said, yo, I'm gonna bu- buy it after my birthday party. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I said, wait, so you want to wait till you buy and spend all the money on your birthday party <laughs> before you spend $50? I said, bro, hey, by the way, it's yeah. is like 200 Like, What are we doing right but, now, yeah. bro? But, but like, that's that talk because you're talking about the bill. Son, sometimes now, sometimes I can be real ignorant. I did take I did but take a while to uh, to get but, the policy. Me too, I'm still in the process. It's not, hold on, I'm <laughs> like, it's not about ignorance, though, intense, because it's just like, Procrastination. It, it, it is, but it's just that you didn't really know. Like ignorance, from in my opinion, ignorance is like yo, you do like you see like like the light is red, but you're still gonna zoom through. Exactly. Like, ignorance that's that's ignorant. But it's like if I don't really understand or don't know, no, the definition then, of ignorance is lack of knowledge. That's what it is. For <laughs> purposeful ignorance, because right. if I told yeah. you something, then you're purposely choosing to ignore it, yeah. and you're purposely being ignorant. So the light is red, and you're purposely going through it. You're purposely doing those sort of things, but you can't help everybody. But the point is to those who do understand and do want to be helped, like that's what we want to be able to do. And that's why I brought up the other side of it. Because like I said, I don't whoever's watching is gonna be sitting. It's like, damn, so if I did this for five years, then what do I walk away with? Like if you die within this five years, you're yeah. covered. <laughs> but then that's, that's not but the thing, like you said, when the first thing interview, he's like, people don't want to talk about it. So yeah. kind of because they right. look at it as a bill. You know what? Yeah, no, no, me so, too. But I, I wasn't well, gonna get it because I went to see a fortune teller and she said I'm gonna live way past the <laughs> <80s>. so, <laughs> fortune teller. I thought she said like, God, you don't need to worry about a fortune teller. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> what was your question, son? Right, the question I have for him, right? I'm sure a lot of people, the viewers out there probably thinking also, right? So still I want to start a policy, right? No matter if it's permanent or, or term, I don't know if it's a difference, right? And you give me the numbers on how much I have to pay a month, right? To start the policy, do I pay that? How much you the quote it, or do I pay the quota plus like extra? How does that work to start the policy? How much you have to pay out of pocket? So it depends on how it works. So when you first sit down with an advisor, they could give you a quote, but that quote could change depending on your health. health yep. Your age is fixed. Your gender is fixed. Your health okay. isn't. All right. Say the health. Say all right. Say all right. Say you gave me a quote, right? Three dollars a month. We go through the health. The health is good, right? When it's time to start the policy, do I have to? Because I know when you're doing car insurance. You start the policy. You pay a little extra to start the no, policy. No, so, so you you pay whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. Yeah, that's that's it. it comes okay. out every month. Yeah. Same okay, okay, no, no. But, I, I thought like it was like a startup fee or something like no, that. No, 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 no. All right, cool, cool. But cool. but like I know like I know some advisor. What they'll say to you is like, all right, like listen, the best. Well, they would say the worst rate with the worst health is seventy dollars a month. Pay me the seventy dollars a month. Why? Because your health will probably come back better, so your policy could be could be cost you less. Or if you can't afford that seventy dollars, you now get that additional whatever that gap of insurance is. It might be a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Explain I'm, I'm kind of lost. All right. Know. So say I tell you, bro, bro, I'm what I'm selling. I'm selling you this cup, right? Listen, I'm gonna sell you this cup for seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. When I run back to the office, they might tell you, oh, you good, and I can get you this cup for forty. But if you can afford that seventy, I'll get you a bigger cup. So basically saying pay pay extra on a policy. Well you don't know what is you, extra. You don't, you but don't know. you don't but you don't know. But what I'm saying is if you can afford to pack buy a bigger cup, 
I'm going to sell you the smaller sure you cup at the bigger rate. Mm-hmm. So now when I go back and they say, yo, you good on it? You get that bigger size cup of a policy that benefit oh, at so the same rate like, that you said you could afford. Uh, yo, you buy, so you're hedging I, I, yourself. I'm going to do it $20 and then you come back. Like, you, you good. Like, now I could do $50. Mm-hmm. Then, so no, you, you the opposite. Bigger. You say, yo, I could do $50, Yeah. right? But we're looking at a $20 policy. Yeah. So now it comes back and you say, yo, no, $50 is good. You can afford a $20, no problem, and you are insuring you at that. Now that $30 extra... Is gonna buy you no. X amount of hundred thousand. Right. What I'm saying is like I lock in on a twenty dollar policy. Nah, you lock yeah, in is that fifty? Because that fifty is two, three hundred more thousand dollars than that twenty dollar policy all that right, you so would have right, locked right, in at so, that you could afford. Right, so just so you buying the very you buying the very worst version of what you can get. Oh, so you start off by saying you you pitch out there what you like the minimum what you want, could do. You say twenty, yeah. you come back see fifty, and the fifty nah, will be. You better. pitch out that you can do fifty. Okay. But if you're good, you might you the policy at less. twenty. No, the policy at twenty mm-hmm. can buy you fifty. Can buy you fifty, basically. Explain that. All right, all right, so all right, so real, all right, so maybe I'm still making pauses, right? <laughs> Go ahead, kid. Go ahead, kid. So, so this is our producer here, y'all. You getting the uh, the worst policy? The worst part, like you you getting up the the premium if you have the worst health, but you don't. You might not know. Right? Mm-hmm. So you get it anyway, right? Then. If you're good, you have the option to get what what you would have, which you would be able to. It's like, it's like a before and after type of thing. It's kinda. basically it's like, like you can afford 93 gas, but, you but your car take 89, 87. You understand? Basically, uh, you, but you can afford 93. So you got can it. put got 93 it. So, in right. so if I want to go back to the... longer because you're getting right. more so you out of the gas. Got it. There right. you go. So, I mean, but when he when they come back and they can say, well, listen, the, the your car, you can take the, you can take the 87 if you want. But it might break down However... For what you gave you me, you can get 93, Be good. You know what I'm saying? Afford more, be able to have that. You know, Go a little um, extra mile. You know unfortunately, we're, we're, we're out of time. I got one exactly. last question, though. We could let this rack up. Um, and this, again, for other people. He's uh, drunk. You say so? You drunk? Oh, nah, I ain't drunk. Nah, I'm good. Oh, yeah. I'm good. Um... Let's say somebody's coming for a policy and they're saying, like, y'all saying, oh, I could afford $25. They can't just, it's not like, they, you can't set them up on a certain type of policy that just could that to that what they can afford. Depends on their health. If they're 100% health, they probably pay 25 right? It, 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 no, it, it really no. depends. It really depends on the amount they want. Um, because at the end of the day, when it comes to term, there's not, it's not a permanent way you can kind of yeah. play so with the numbers. The numbers are fixed. So if you're in great health and you're a certain age, and you're male, for example, and you want 250000 for example, the number is the number. There's no playing around. That's for term. What about in With permanent, term? you can mess around so the number. You can. But you're true. definitely not, if you want a good amount of permanent, you're not getting a permanent policy for $25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when people see that in the news, I, I get all the time, people say, oh, this is, I saw this commercial. I'm like, it's a term policy. So call them. And then probably, I always tell them to call them. And then they come back and they always say, oh, it wasn't what they said. I said, I know. Because they tell you what you, they want you to, what you want to hear yeah. to get you for to the your attention. To piggyback and close off that point, right? So that is why it is word of the day quintessential for you Ooh. as a parent to get insurance on your children because a permanent policy for the rest of my both of my kids' lives for more than a few hundred thousand dollars is not costing me 
more than $35 a month. I'm doing no mine way. tomorrow. I'm going to call you tomorrow. So do, do you understand? Just so, just, just so you understand, right? People. One more time. I have a nine and a half month old who just started walking, by the way. Shout out to you. Yeah, that's right. yeah. And I have a 14 year old, right? When they are both 30 years old, that several hundred thousands of dollars policy will still be costing them less than $35 a month. Mm-hmm. Like forever. When they're 90 years old, it's going to be costing them $35. And it's month. under their name or you have to switch it from your name to their name? It's we under their name, right? That, yeah. we, I can transfer it when I so you choose. If you it is a, if it you is add, a, it there's, the yeah. children's policy is a permanent policy. So in the future, that is, I mean, it is not a tremendous amount that I would like to do that. But what I'm protecting is their insurability. So God forbid something happens when they're 25, 30 years old and they go and have their own family and they're like, oh man, you know, something happened and they can now have an option to get yeah. more insurance based on that face value. I'm just protecting that's their question I have. availability. And then another thing that's very important that you're doing is you've, you've set their mindset up to understand that insurance isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So when they get to that age in their early 20s, Correct. they won't feel bad to, okay, I want to get more or whatever. May, may, you know, it's all about mindset, like I said. Gotcha. A lot of times, we may be the first generation that's hearing about it as a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So th- what I'm about to say, piggyback off that, like I get a policy, right? I give it to my child. My child turns 25, 30, right? Can they? How easier is for them to add on their family to the policy? Like to their can they can they add their family to their policy, or they have to as start a whole new? As far as a beneficiary, or no, they own, or they they will have to just set up a whole nother policy. So when you say them. add on their family, yeah, what, what do you mean? mean? Like, I guess the money. All right. See how I added my son to I added my son to the policy. He, but Chris did something different. You see, I had my son on my policy. But he started a policy for right. his son. For his son, yeah. That's his son's it's policy. The, it's the, it's the and his daughter's policy. And his individual policy. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so, like, so Steve's son gets his money. Yeah. Right? If, My if son I also gets it, I pass away. Yeah. yeah. The same here. Oh, However, most likely, um, the, the next of kin, if he's underage, will get the money. Yeah. So Correct. Who the, go, the guardian is. So, right? okay. Yeah. So, it's two different types. It's, right. It's, There's beneficiary and separate. to the beneficiary, and it's your child having their own policy. Correct. Exactly. So, Still, you can open up your child's own policy, not yeah. a beneficiary, and pay at, it at any social security. Yeah. Social yep. Same way you can open one for right. your mom, just like right. I said. Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So so with your mom, with your mom's, mom's, you're paying your mom's policy, but the difference is just in case, you, God forbid, your mom pass away, that money goes to you. Right. Only thing, only difference is your mom has to sign on. You can't get a policy on somebody yeah, yeah, you exactly. don't know. Yeah, but my child is my child, so They're my not child's policy, like we're the beneficiaries of it, but. That's not the intention. Oh, purpose. that's why you say you have two policies. There's no, it's no, like, it's not much of a catalog. Right, right. Have it. So okay. No rules. You know, to, to, up to, to you. Like this. <laughs> to wrap it up, I will be putting, you know, contact information for, for Samson in, you know, the comment and inform, information area below. I want everybody to just really take a step back and understand, like, what we're trying to talk about right now, right? And this is just a, like, you know, we're, we're chipping away at certain things. You know, last week we talked about credit and things of that nature. This week we're talking about insurance. And we're going to continue to talk about financial literacy because, you know, we have a ton of questions. There are a ton of like We can sit here for hours and hours and hours and have questions and talk about different things. But the only way you're going to get somewhere is by putting one foot in front of the other. you got to take a step at some point. And if you don't understand, reach out to us. We'll put you in contact with somebody who can probably better explain it if we haven't already. But 
the point is to be out there helping our folks help each other, telling a friend to tell a friend, because that's the only way that we're going to continue to build and strive as a community. This is something I'm very passionate about. This is something I tell my friends about. Definitely. Before they tell me about Facts. a basketball stat, before they tell me about what we're doing this weekend <laughs> or what brunch is going to be at, bro, like, what are we doing? If somebody sent me a GoFundMe again, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's just what it is. It's like, not Chris happening, Chris got the bro. bag, so... <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. Whether I got the bag or not, it's not the point of it. It's like, yo, like, what you spent today on nonsense, you can be taking care of your entire family if you mm. so choose. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, listen, we love you. Samson, thank you for being here. Thank you for thank having you me. Thank you for your questions. We love y'all. Peace. 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 <laughs>